Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm going to call the cops. Fuck you! It's Sunday. It's 2 p.m. It's bored fucking wrestling fan. Oh, shit. He might call the cops on me. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, it's not on the site, just to let you know. What's happening? We're not playing. We're not on live on the site. It's not. It's not. It's not playing. I got. I've got the site. It's not playing. Should be. Yeah. Says we're one. broadcasting on my end. Well, it's not broadcasting on my end. Well, yeah, let's check. Oh, I hear it now. I hear it now. I hear it now. I was gonna say, I I, I just I went. Magic ghost of burping. It fixed the podcast. I I can't. Well, you know what happens? At my end. Home. Yeah, when it's working. Home, when I got home, it, my computer did a full update, so I had done a full update, oh. so it might stuff still need to probably need to be rebooted and all that shit. So fancy. Yeah, it's working fine for me. Yep, it's working over Although here. Our chat box is missing because you did the code wrong. No, the <laughs> chat box is missing because they stopped fucking having the program. Oh. That happened ages ago. Much to the chagrin of uh, Jinder fan. Or whatever she's going by this week. I'm probably a great Kali fan. Yeah, I was going to say it's Kali fan. Oh, great. Called it! <laughs> yes, you did. I, uh, I I talked to uh, Mike Rickard, who was at that pay-per-view, and I said, Hey, uh, you know, what was it like trying to watch a Punjabi prison match in person? He said, The Jumbotron was my friend. I heard that the Jumbotron was actually invisible because it was too high up. <laughs> yeah, so even I... that was fucking useless. <laughs> I have no idea. Unless I'm confusing Jumbotrons and Titantrons. Why do you guys have to have trons on everything? Well, the Jumbotron is the one that's built into the arena, and then the Titantron... is the giant, like, square TV that hangs above the arena? Yes. Yeah. And then the... Yeah, they, I've heard people say that was too high up because it has to be above the prison. So maybe he watched the Titantron, I don't know. The or Titan... maybe he was just high enough to see the Jumbotron. This, this could entirely be true. You'd have to be pretty high to enjoy the Punjabi prison match. Hey, I also even... true. You gotta be. You gotta be pretty I've high. To, you gotta be pretty high to enjoy the show, <laughs> right, G? The, the highlight of the whole thing was the Usos New Day match. Everything else was kind of okay. Well, it ranged from okay to garbage. Yeah, I slept through the whole thing. If you can Nakamura believe that. And Corbin was kind of a dull thud. <laughs> I slept through the whole show, if you can believe that. I can. That's part for the course. Yes, that's that's Coaster speaking of it from a, of experience of passing out during our show and sleeping through half of it. <laughs> I've done that too, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm getting sued right now for gimmick infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm some own sleeping on the job now, the GFW or whatever the that place with the owls. Fuck those owls. And the bears. And the eagles. And the 
and the 49ers <laughs> and the Giants and and the Patriots. Oh wait, we're we're, we're we didn't we're not talking about the NFL. We're not talking about the NFL. Well, those could we just, easily be NFL teams. Well, the Bears the Bears and Eagles are NFL teams. The, the only the only that's why I went into it. No, it's the only one of Don't those. Get the Dolphins. Dolphins. There's no fuck you. There's no owl, so there's that's the only team that is in the NFL. Goddamn, pal! The only the only football that matters is the XFL. I'm sure the that's... XFL would have owls. It's coming back. SFGFW they, they, they or would... whatever the fuck they are. We're gonna they, bring they... the owls back. They're the new expansion. Yes. The, the latest team in the XFL, the Broken Owls. Nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> the the. Wonderful. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Oh, fuck. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the Connecticut huh, Owls, or whatever. You, you had, so I was trying to think of um, fucking where WWE headquarters is. Yeah, Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> well, no, it, we're, we're in Connecticut. It'd, it'd be the city name, wherever they are in Connecticut. Stamford. <laughs> yeah. Stamford. <laughs> All that for a JT joke. <laughs> <laughs> All that setup. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not drunk and high this week. Wow. Like I was I, I mean, so Wow wow to the drunk part, not to the high part. <laughs> yeah. G says he'll be along, apparently. I, I know he's, uh, he was on the fence about being on the show this week. So I told him to, uh, you know, take care of his health, because that's more important. But he might show up. Who's that, G? G. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, could, I thought, because he was in the chat earlier, so he's yeah. chatting with us before the show. Yeah, that was surprising. He was considering showing up at all. I didn't think he would. Not that we wouldn't have him, but, you know, like you said, health first. Yeah, I talked to him earlier. I told him, you know, rest up, dude. Feel better. You know, he was uh, he was debating whether or not he was going to go to the... Oh, speak of the devil. <laughs> debating whether or not he was going to go to the hospital, but here he is on the show. <laughs> For now, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, the... <clears throat> I had this back pain a couple weeks ago. It turned out to be pancreatitis. And I've had that a bunch. You guys know that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, I went home and did, like, uh, what we call, like, the starving yourself diet type of deal. Because you have to rest the pancreas to get better. And so I did that and went through that and just got worse. So... Yeah, Monday I went back to the hospital again. Uh, I was in there for four days. Thursday, I got out Thursday afternoon. I went through it like Monday at like 7 a.m. Um, and I did the IV thing. And then uh, went home. I was feeling okay. And then around 6 at uh, Friday, I was back to crippling pain. And it was like oxycodone after oxycodone. They gave me the, it wasn't really doing much. So. And I woke up this morning at like three in pretty bad pain and just kind of like walked around, small <laughs> walk. Um, I kind of started to feel better and got some sleep. 
I'm kind of feeling okay, but I don't know, man. It's hard to say. We'll see what happens. I I generally have had a few days like this where I feel okay in the morning, and then by like the evening, I'm just fucking wrecked. Like not JT wrecked, sorry, but but um like pain like in a ball literally on my couch. I, I don't even know how to compare it. It's like nothing that I've experienced in pain. It's like really, really, really not fun. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Just because I'm really boring. It's 14, 15, July 15th I've been going through this. So, when I see people complain online, if I if I seem to be a little snarky with you, yeah, it's because fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 don't, the, I don't really sympathize. I just like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, we, we know the real reason. We know the real reason, too. Your middle name is Scott. Scott's a dick. Well, that, that all Canadians' middle names are Scott. Last name Hart. <laughs> <laughs> G Scott Hart. GSH. Yeah. So it's fun, man. Good times. But I got to watch wrestling on uh, Hydromorph, which is like an opiate. <laughs> so I have a really good reason not to remember much. <laughs> but even that make it good? Um. I uh, no. <laughs> Somehow I doubted it. I don't. I don't know. I like really like. I had it on just because I was so bored. I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I might as well. I have an app that lets me stream all that shit for free, legitimately through my cable package. So I put it on my phone and put on my headphones. There was this fucking guy in my my hospital wardish, whatever you want to call it. He's like, unfortunately, mentally, like gone like something's really wrong with this guy who between i guess it would have been 3 a.m technically on tuesday until like 6 or 7 p.m on the same day so like almost 18 hours every like and i'm not even exaggerating like every 20 seconds he'd be like yelling something at the top of his lungs which was down far into the hall um and like it was like it was so loud it was like in my ear it was fucking so stressful just dealing with that. And it was generally just be saying, hey, hey. And it's like the shittiest punk rock song ever, man. <laughs> how dare you do, how dare you trash the da 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 hey song. It really was like almost out of that song, man. That's actually, that's the one I'm thinking of, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was bad, man. And they, they didn't even have a real room for me. I was in this like fucking, uh, modified break room hallway in the middle of it right beside my feet was like a, a security access code right and you like beep in and the nurses go and that's their break room and whatever something in there um that was fun and then they were they were also doing renovations in that room so like right beside my wall on the other side of my head there's like fucking power drills going off one day like the whole fucking day damn and then there's like this jet exhaust fucking ventilation system literally above my head that was so loud when the nurse was right beside me I couldn't hear her talk. Wow. It's just like I don't even know. Like I've had pretty decent treatment in the hospitals. I've been in this is my eighth eighth time in for pancreatitis in the last year and a half. And that's definitely the worst. You know, I had one other when I was in a hallway type of thing, which was kind of shitty, but can't complain about that one anymore <laughs> it's, it's like no fucking away oh there wasn't even a bathroom anywhere near me too i literally had to hike to go to the bathroom 
which is really painful when you're pancreatitis. So it was, that was joyous. <laughs> and it was all better than raw. I don't understand, but I'm <laughs> 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 trying to keep my optimism, which I don't have a lot of in my sense of humor because it's like not much else, you know, but fuck. So yeah, man, knock on wood. We'll see if the third week of being on this show puts me in the hospital again. <laughs> it's a new streak. No, I'm here now, so the streak should end. It yeah. wasn't that you're on the show, it's that I wasn't, so now I feel terrible. Yeah, I have to blame you, I guess. Get out of my chest, you fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> they blame oh, yeah. Canada. <laughs> yeah, they always blame Canada. Canada. <laughs> it's because we do our jobs better than Americans, is, as so I learned this morning. <laughs> it makes sense, though. I mean... Oh well, could be, could be worse. I could be watching what WWE right now. So there you go. I got Shark Week on. That's awesome. That's the one good thing about being in front of a TV the whole fucking week. Shark Week's awesome. Well, that's not awesome, but it's better than fucking watching Trump news. <laughs> Anything's better than that. Yeah, not to be Debbie Downer. So you guys had a good week, I hope. I hope I'm not trying to fucking be shitting on everything. That's just, that's where I'm at. So that's where I'm at. Hey, we're just glad that you're still... Breathing? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Well, we get even more depressed to talk about wrestling, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to shift from crippling physical pain to crippling emotional pain. Hey, man, the knee dust man came back last Sunday, right? <laughs> I mean, we talked about that. It happened. <laughs> I, 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 I had to do double because I could have sworn it was Sinbad as a genie. But... <laughs> I, I learned this week that Carly spelt with two eyes means emptiness. So his name translates to the great emptiness, which I think is his knee cartilage. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he came back and uh, choked a snake, which is sadly not a euphemism. <laughs> not that I really want to see him masturbate on TV, so <laughs> I'm not sad it's not a euphemism. <laughs> uh the visual imagery that none of us needed. Well, he used to be a jobby playboy. <laughs> I don't know. Kayfabe I news. I am being <laughs> choked. Anyway. Kayfabe news told me. to climb anything. He was just thankfully tall enough to just choke him. Kayfabe News told me that uh, the great Kali was played by Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> now that would have been funny. We haven't seen Kane in a while. It was all a ruse so that we forgot what he looked like. <laughs> it was uh, it was Glenn Jacobs on stilts. That's that's uh, that's that's what Kayfabe News told me. Well, the kayfabe news has never lied before. Nope. They are the most accurate news site on the web. Well, they are. They, they are They are more accurate than um, our 24 Hours News Network. So, you know, that I would give them that much. Exactly. 
24 hour news network aren't inaccurate. They just get bored and have to make things up to pass the time. Fake news. If you tried watching 24 hour news for like two hours before, you realize how insane it will drive you to do that. They just say the same thing every half hour. Yeah. This is true. They should or... just get rid of it and just admit there's been no news for a while. We'll get back to you when there is. Yeah. Back soon. Meanwhile, here are some puppies playing football. Sure. Now that I would like to see. I'd watch positive that. Positive news. It's usually all negative, so. You know, I'll take the positive. Yeah. I miss the days when they would have those fun little stories at the end, like puppies playing news and skeet jumping squirrels. Yeah, man. That'll be cool. Her puppy rips Trump's face off. That's happy news. They could do a time with WWE with the puppies playing Rocket League. Oh, yeah. Or what? Or those offensive Sonic ads they had on SmackDown. I think it was SmackDown. No, that was Raw because Bailey hooked the broken hearties. Like, gee, everyone's talking about this great return, and it was so poorly done. I'm pretty sure you could see Matt Hardy die inside as he realized what he had signed on for. A Sonic ad. <laughs> well, he's got to hook Bailey, I guess. Meanwhile, yeah. in Buffalo, Enzo Amore is not tipping his stripper. <laughs> Wait, is that an actual news story? Yes! That- Oh, I read that. That was just... Wait, let me rephrase. Is that something that happened? That doesn't make it news. Yes. Like... Apparently so. And, uh, you know, I, I saw... Banging Liv Morgan from NXT. <laughs> I, I, I actually saw Brian DeVille said he got the phone call with the full story. <laughs> and I, I, I was so close to being like, dude, you got to come on the show. But my studio is not set up for podcasting right now. Other than for me to do it by myself. <laughs> No, it's a, it's set yeah, up for fucking an swearing. Hour the story that Enzo Amore was at a strip club, and that he didn't tip the bastard. <laughs> yeah, the the article basically like she was saying that he said something like uh, he kept repeating that, oh yeah, you know I get high all the time. It's only a twenty five hundred dollar fine. <laughs> Bragging about how rich he was, but he tipped her like ten bucks. Well, well, her her, like her says, sweet... he gets high all the time. He's got no money left. Those twenty five hundred dollar fines pile up. It's true. Besides, I thought the average tip for a stripper was a dollar in the G string. <laughs> I don't really know much about tipping or stripping. Well, I think like when you're rich, you're supposed to like make it rain or something, right? I, I don't fucking know. Well, no. If you, want them, if, no. if you want them to, if you want them to perform special things, you tip them really well. Ah. I still don't understand the appeal of strip clubs. Just go watch fucking porn. Right? If you're so, not going to be able to touch anything, then why the fuck are you No, there? it depends. Like I said, it depends. If you pay more money, you're allowed to touch. Trust me, JT is speaking from experience. She actually said that he gave her money, so what the fuck? <laughs> clearly, like, I tried... She, she says that she was all obsessed with black girls, but <laughs> clearly, clearly I tried to bank off of that. He got a couple spanks and he showered me with about ten dollars in singles. You got ten bucks. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and though he kept telling me how famous and rich he was, so because you're so famous and rich, how come I've never heard of you? 
well, you're a stripper, and like most people, you don't watch WWE. So, <laughs> I mean, you're, you, you, you you probably work when it's on, and and you probably wouldn't know. I mean, let's be honest. It's she night, goes on to say song. though that that she was a fan from the '80s through the Attitude Era, and that she was she she told him she wanted to Isn't be. Is she too old to be a stripper if she started watching wrestling <laughs> in the '80s? She said. No. She said she no. wanted to be a hashtag WWF diva. <laughs> and uh, then later on, she put a picture from like three Halloweens ago of her with a, a WWE, uh, you know, one of the Jacks WWE championship belts or whatever. And then like one of the comments I saw was... Uh, was she dressed as Big Cass? No. <laughs> that would have been amazing. And no noise. I was, I've been into strip clubs that have had 50-year-old women dancing. And I'm not lying on that. Well, I That's... don't need to know about your preferences, JT. <laughs> no, it happened. We, it was... I was going there to check it out, and when I saw the fifty-year-old woman on stage, I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna have," because it was a, the, the, there wasn't a cover. It was I just had to buy a beer, so I went, I chugged my beer, and then I left. I, after reading this, it just sounds like she was trying to extort him for as much money as she could in her job, and he wasn't ba- buying the bait, and so now she's mad. So I don't feel bad for her at all. Good job, Enzo. High five, buddy. <laughs> Way not to get played by him. I mean, I got no sympathy here. This it's your job. Like, fuck you. Like. If you're not buying a burger and then Wendy's isn't gonna like post about you being angry and not buying a fucking burger from them, right? Sure, right? Yeah, I'd take ten dollars to be spent. She had, she admits to trying to go out of her way to get money out of him and he didn't give her money, so too bad. Like, not interested. She still got ten bucks. <laughs> True. Well, I, I don't I don't think you're gonna run like... your mouth and act like a high rolling player that you need to back it up by <laughs> Well, if you go up to someone and and push push you with them, maybe they're going to act like an asshole too, though, right? I'm not saying she's right. I'm saying that he does look kind of stupid that he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm so high rolling, and then, yeah, here's ten and ones, you know. Well, it's what it is. I guess we should be glad he's not tipping in quarters, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Women have a slot for that. In our province, since we have loonies, like strippers are always getting like hit with loonies. I'm not even making that up. <laughs> it sounds funny. That was to Mark's. But, <laughs> well, it gets it actually gets worse because there's some fucking like real sick motherfucks out there. They'll take their lighter and heat them up first. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't have any sympathy for Enzo either. I mean, don't get me wrong here. He <laughs> sounds like he's being a dick, but at the end of the day, like this is the nature of of what was going on. Like, so wait, if you read her rant, like. It's uh, it. She makes it out quite clearly that he was being a bit of an asshole, but she went out of her way anyway to try to get money out of him. So, sorry, I got no sympathy for anybody involved sure. here. And so apparently, it's all fucked up as he had this big bruise I saw on social media anyway. Maybe that was from the stripper. <laughs> the, <laughs> one of the what? one of the comments on the on the post that I originally saw this on. She is lucky she got the ten dollars. I would pay her to put on more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> She's not like the ugliest woman in the world. I'm not gonna. I mean, we all have different standards, of course. <laughs> Although there's a photo of her from Twitter. She's posing with like a fucking WWE title. Right. So. I wonder if Triple H will send her a title. <laughs> Probably made of cheap plastic. She's already got one. <laughs> you gotta get one of the new ones. He'll send her the original old pink butterfly divas bot they've got hidden around somewhere. 
And then she'll just probably snort cocaine off it or something. Like Paige did with the NXT title. It is a Buffalo stripper, so... uh <laughs> <laughs> Brad Maddox, I think. It's probably not. <laughs> Got nothing else going on. I don't know, man. My, I just thought it was funny the whole thing happened in Buffalo. <laughs> I'm not. That's normal, isn't it? That's why you talk about that city, dude. Come on. <laughs> Stupid shit happens in Buffalo all the time with celebrities. DMX has been arrested here at least on two separate occasions. <laughs> I wonder if Vander Kane was there. <laughs> a Vander... Uh, uh, Evander Kane's been arrested here. Patrick Kane's been arrested here. <laughs> Buffalo sounds fun, but let's not forget that Shawn Michaels was beaten up by 50 hundred sailors in Syracuse, <laughs> not Buffalo. They were thugs. They weren't sailors. They were they weren't they weren't sailors. They were they were thugs. No, they I, just happened to be in the military. Yeah, I heard they were Marines. Yeah, they were Marines. And that's why Shawn Michaels' eye is all wonky. Yes, Shawn Michaels got his face covered by 50 semen. <laughs> That's just how he counts. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, British Bulldog and Owen Hart watched. <laughs> they, they literally, that's what it was happening because that's, um, that's what the story was. Because like, I heard like British, like he was out with like British Bulldog and fucking Owen Hart and I think somebody else. And th- well, they, Kane was there too, obviously. Probably it was that that time period. It, the, that was when he was doing fake Diesel, though. So, or maybe Isaac Yankum. Yeah, it was 1995, so he was Isaac Yankum. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I know I'm late in this, but how have we gone from a time when everyone was saying, oh, Jason Jordan looks like the black Kurt Angle, they even have the same mannerisms, to being, Jason Jordan can't be Kurt Angle's son. He's black. <laughs> how are we possibly to believe that these two people who look just the same as each other and do the same things could possibly be related. Because one's black. That's not how babies work, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's Vince's explanation of how babies work. How babies are supposed to work. In reality, it is possible. Mm-hmm. Could be a leprechaun. Anything could happen. Yeah. <sighs> Anything can happen in the WWE except anything exciting. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I have completely scrubbed Raw from my memory. I think they had a main event with something. No, there wasn't. There was just some match at the end. The only thing I really enjoyed was something that happened at the start where Kurt Angle was about to introduce Brock Lesnar's next opponent and he says, is. And then Braun Strowman's music hits and you just hear Braun. I'm like, that fits so perfectly. Kurt, Brock Lesnar's next opponent is Braun! Like, yes, please. Oh, right, they had the parade stuff. the parade of contenders come out, right? 
Yeah, then it got boring from there because they spent like half an hour doing nothing. Might have been the next match every week, and then they yeah. why people tune out. I don't know. I I was I was high, so I don't know. <laughs> G, yeah, G, G was gonna watch some wrestling, but then he got high. No, I did both. <laughs> Sorry, he was going to pay attention, but then he got high. That's better. There we go. Now he has no clue what went on. And not, we, we all know why. Oh, hey, I know why. Hey, because he got high. Because he got high. <laughs> because he got high. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm scrolling through all of this, and it's just, no. No, none of it's kind of, what's, I guess I watched this. I guess that's it. I think the only thing relevant on Rob is that beginning part that Mark mentioned. That's it. Yeah, the Sasha Bailey match was pretty decent. Oh yeah, that was also a thing that happened. Yeah. So Bailey facing Alexa Bliss. That was what came out of that. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I need a cigarette. Um. Oh, sorry. Nobody remembers the Corey Graves line, but I do. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Right now, I'm watching Kevin Owens have a fucking bitch fit right now because hot potato that fucking title again. He's still at the start where he's having a hissy fit. But Jericho came back, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Which was you know, was fine, but it was a bit. It would have made more sense if he came back next week as an open challenge contender. It seems kind of throwaway that. Yeah. Hey, Jericho's back! Yay! And then he did every single catchphrase he could possibly remember. Mm-hmm. Well, he did challenge him to a rematch that night, so that, that was the point of segment was that he wanted to have the match. But then AJ came out and interrupted him. Yeah, and then they did the three-way thing and then someone won. Did they hot potato it back to AJ or did Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. yeah AJ's yeah. got So he won it at a house show. That result was invalidated just a few days later and then that result was invalidated just a few days later. Yeah. Oh boy, and they want people tune out. <laughs> well, the rumor going around is that the finish at Battleground was a botch, and like Owens wasn't supposed to win. Sure. But who knows? Who cares? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, but if something <laughs> botches and it goes wrong, then. You just go with what happened and you change things up a little. You don't like, fucking go back to where you started from. Well, I mean, there's a precedent for this kind of thing. Like when Kane accidentally won the WWE Championship. <laughs> when and, Kane accidentally... When did that happen? Uh, yeah. He won it from Stone Cold Steve Austin and they switched it right back to Austin the next night on Raw. That, that, was, a, that, was, an, I, that was an accident? Yeah. Like most of Kane's success, it was an accident. <laughs> right, yeah. 
He's just happy to be there. <laughs> and happy that he wasn't a dentist anymore. Right. <laughs> or the Christmas creature. That's a return I need to see. Oh. One more run of the Christmas creature. <laughs> <laughs> How great would it be if they told Kane he was getting one last title run on his way out, but only if it was a Christmas creature? <laughs> Just to further piss on any relevance any of these titles have left. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know, I just looked through the Raw results and I don't remember any of that shit and I swear I watched some of Raw this week. <laughs> Or maybe I was just thinking of the 1996 Raws and Nitros I've been watching. Well, you're 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 watching equal amount of crap, so. <laughs> I don't know, man. The NWO's starting to take off. Oh, you got that part. That's not early. That's not early '96. That's midway through '96. That's almost. That's November. I'm in. But uh, Mar Marcus Alexander Bagwell just joined the NWO, turning on Scotty Riggs. No more American oh, now males. Now yeah. you're now you're now you're starting to head the downhill down towards the downward spiral, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Bob> Bagwell joins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nineteen ninety six is where things started to go wrong. But but then wait then but then again actually no then again yeah the, the American males are pretty terrible anyway so <laughs> American males were awful. <laughs> They're worth it just for their theme. American no. males, American males, American males. <laughs> you know the funny thing, the the one of the funniest things about that is like they did like when WC that was when like WCW did like like a hundred straight weeks from like fucking Universal Studios Florida, and then like the arena was the exact same thing for like six straight what six straight months. No, at this point they're doing they're doing arenas across the country. Uh, WCW I mean, Saturday Night was in the Universal Studios, but well, Nitro no, they did, was. They did, they did do the outside one. Remember, they yeah. did like the, the Nitros from the outside. They did like two, yeah, they did like two or three of those in a row, and then they went back to doing like arenas across the country. But they did Saturday night from that soundstage in Universal Studios. WCW with TNA. I mean, they did have most of the same people. This is true. No, they did. They did like the. Like, no, but he's did, right. They did, they did. They did. They did at least a full summer at fucking in the outdoor fucking at Universal Studios outdoor. Yeah, it was because it was like the same freaking thing, and it's right at the beginning of when the NWO started. Because I know it was when the giant, when 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 Big Show took Rey Mysterio and slammed his head into the trailer, and it looked like he crushed his head in. You know, that was Kevin uh, Nash, but yeah, that was at MGM, uh, uh, Disney MGM studio. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. I got no, 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 but you're, you're right, though. They did like three episodes outside there, and then they no, went they, back to no, they did a whole summer, they, they didn't did the do whole the whole summer. summer. Yeah, they did. I just watched it, they didn't do a whole summer, they did like two or three weeks, <laughs> and then they went back to doing arenas, starting with Universal Studios, <laughs> where they spent six months. <laughs> I 
I don't know, but up until that point, WCW was just awful. And now it's going to get even worse. <laughs> well, I'm sure the NW were probably good for like a year or so. Yeah, you still got some good moments coming up with the NWO. Plus the transformation for, of Buff Bagwell to, uh, you know, or of, of Marcus Alexander Bagwell to Buff Bagwell. That's coming. That's Buff Daddy to you. Yeah. He's got the stuff. Mm-hmm. Which he injects directly into his thigh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the extent of my wrestling watching this week. I didn't even get around to watching any New Japan. I'm paying for New Japan World. I've watched one show. (laughs) I thought they only put out one show a year. No, apparently they're doing 19 shows in one tournament. Wow. <laughs> I saw the first show and haven't had time to watch the rest. Yet I've had time to watch 1996 WCW, so. Priorities, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> well, now that I've caught you up on November of 1996 in WCW... <laughs> What's going on in the G1 tournament? Well, they're at the halfway point. They just finished the 10th show. So it's 19 shows in 26 days. So basically four weeks. And if you've watched these before, you know that they really like to have at least one block where everybody's tied up until the last minute. So you just don't know how it's going to play out. And it looks like a block is going to be that block for this year that's not inherently bad or good it's just a thing that they like to do um right now <clears throat> some of the big matches that took place over the past week um and i i guess notes on that right now okada is undefeated which is not normally a thing and there are certainly some people, myself included, who are concerned that he's just going to coast undefeated into the finals and he's already the champion. So I'm sorry, what's the drama there? What's the story there? Um, the, there are some interesting character notes on him, but yeah, he's got to get a loss and it's got to come soon. So we'll see how that turns out. Um the Okada Sonata match on Tuesday was pretty decent. Um, you're you're starting to see more out of Sonata than you had before, which is what lots of people were hoping for. He hasn't had his oh my god, I can't believe this match of the tournament, but been doing steadily very well. Uh, same thing with Evil. Um, I think. I think they're probably going to be even on points all the way through, but Evil had a particularly nice, in my way of thinking, match with Minoru Suzuki, who's currently the never openweight champion. Evil actually got a win over Suzuki. Sonata did not. So 
there's a never title shot in Evil's future for sure. He's already held it once. He beat Shibata for it and then lost it back like a week later. So the thing between them was Sonata tried to out-wrestle Minoru Suzuki and that didn't work out. Evil basically out-brawled him and that worked. So, so we'll see how that goes, but both of them are looking pretty good. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. has had some really good matches. He had a match against Bad Luck Fale on Wednesday. Check that one out. It's not everybody's favorite match, but somebody of his size and the style that he fights taking on a giant like Bad Luck Fale is just a neat thing to watch. Huckabee's uh, making kind of a comeback. Uh, Ishii's been doing very well. Um, the big, the big match of this week has been Kenny Omega versus Mike Elgin from Thursday. That is the match to see. If you haven't seen anything else, it goes almost the full length. You have 30 minutes for these matches, and they went almost all the way. Big Mike handed Kenny his only loss of the tournament so far, and. It was pretty nail-biting all the way through, because Elgin had not had that many wins. So, <clears throat> we'll see if he keeps going with that. Uh, Goto got a win over Zack Sabre Jr., which was a little bit unexpected. Ishii has been just rocking it. Ishii beat Naito on Saturday. That was unexpected, because Ishii beat Naito in round one of the U.S. title tournament in Long Beach, and I know I thought Naito was getting that win back, and he didn't. So now if you look at the rankings for Block A, you've got Tanahashi on top with eight points, Ishii's under him with six, and then Naito is under him with six. And those of us who were really wanting to see Naito main event Wrestle Kingdom have started to get really, really nervous that, you know, okay, he's losing to people he shouldn't lose to, what's going on here? But the thought just occurred this morning after looking at some of this, it's not necessarily you know, the writing on the wall for him because the last match of A Block is Tanahashi and Naito. Naito lost the Intercontinental title to Tanahashi, and that was really the last time that they fought. So if Tanahashi beats Ishii when they have their match, and then Naito beats Tanahashi, Naito's going to the finals anyway. And that's important because last year, when it got to the last match of the block, Naito versus Omega, all Naito had to do was win the match or hold Kenny Omega to a draw, and he was going to the finals. You know, it was his match to lose, and he lost it. So Kenny goes to the finals. And it looks like now they're putting Naito in a must-win situation that he has to beat Tanahashi in that last match or he's out, which completely changes how you look at the match to begin with. This is not even for sure that he is going to be the one in the finals, but it's an interesting comparison to last year. Now, with B-Block, 
it's pretty much the popular consensus that it's going to be Omega or Okada, and Okada's undefeated, Omega is not. However, Okada has been a straight-up dick in this entire tournament. He has been so dismissive and so just contemptuous of everybody. You know, he's talking shit about the third-generation guys that they shouldn't even be allowed in the G1. Nobody believes they're going to win. They need higher standards for who they let in this thing. And the, the talk is one thing, but if you watch his match with Juice Robinson, which was on this most recent show, it aired this morning, you see a lot of the same stuff with Okada that you saw in his title match with Shibata back in April. Okada has become so arrogant that he doesn't just want to win the match. He's got to prove that he's so much better than you that you can't even come close. And the reason that's a problem is a lot of people are coming close. And he gets so caught up in... He gets legitimately angry that somebody not on his level can dare hang with him for as long as they do. And destroying the other person takes precedence over winning the match. And we've seen that over and over with him in the past couple of months. And you really see it against Juice Robinson. And I am telling you, if you watched NXT and saw him as CJ Parker, watch his main event match from today against Okada and just absorb that this is the same guy. This is somebody who chose to leave the WWE and you know, take a chance over here doing something totally different. And it may not have even worked out, and he's on his way to being one of the most popular pure baby faces on the New Japan roster, and that is saying a lot. So check that out, definitely. So the fact that Okada's undefeated now, when you tie that to what we've seen out of him character-wise, he is primed for a loss. And we're going to see how that goes. Um, I'm still holding out that we're going to have Naito versus Omega in the finals and that Naito will win. But... We're at the halfway point, so pretty much anything can happen. Um, one last note. We talked about Daryl, R.I.P. Daryl. And everybody assumed there had to be some kind of story coming out of that. And the tag match today showed that that may not happen because it looks like Hiromu's okay. Because he comes out clutching absolutely nothing to his chest like he's done for several days. And right before Naito comes out, because they were the two tagging together, he just drops it and starts running his hands through his hair and looking around. And then when Naito comes out, Hiromu instigates the fist bump. So this whole idea that what happened with Daryl would be the kickstart of some story or something may not even happen because from the time he walked down that ramp, it was like the guy we saw when he first showed up. Even to 
when they announced him and he's doing his pose on the turnbuckle and the way he fought in the match and you know when it was over you know just bump grab my jacket leave so i don't know if he's really okay or not but if they just pretend like oh okay well that's over nothing ever happened there's going to be a lot of really pissed off people because <laughs> there were a lot of very traumatized people when that happened. I, I was I was going to ask what happened to the cat because I don't want to see a stuffed him. animal get killed. Ollie murdered him. Oh, oh and, God, that's... I really hope they do something if they're going to kill a stuffed animal. Did, did you see it? No, did I refuse to watch it. I don't want to see any violence against any animals. <laughs> well, he did it twice. I what the fuck that. did he do? Well, because, okay, when he did it the first time, uh, it was um, you know, Fale and Naito uh, was the the tournament match coming up, and he just threw Naito face down through the announcement table, and Fale sits on the railing, grabs Daryl, rips him to shreds, and throws the parts in the air. That's really sick. It, it was terrible. But it's not the only time he did it. <laughs> because a couple of shows back, Folly's making an entrance and a fan standing by the uh, the entrance ramp is holding out a Daryl that they brought and Folly really grabbed it from them and tore it up. I really hope that was a plant. <laughs> I hope so, because if it wasn't, <laughs> that would just, it would be the best and the worst simultaneously. <laughs> but yeah, he murdered a fan's Daryl, too. He's done it Jesus. fucking twice. <laughs> if you follow, okay, if nobody on here is following Bad Luck Fale on Twitter, do it right now, because some of the shit that he's posted regarding Daryl is so wrong but it's great at the same time. Like, well, I mean, they, have, they have shirts. I don't know if they're real or not. And just some of the comments that he's made. I mean, it's great, but it's terrible at the same time. So follow Bad Luck Fale on Twitter and see what he posted about it because, oh my God. Well, on Monday, Ring of Honor released a statement. They said... It is with great regret that we announce that Daryl will be unable to appear at the War of the Worlds UK tour. Daryl was advertised as seconding Los Ingobernables de Japón's Hiromo Takahashi for his upcoming bouts, but will be unable to attend due to the recent actions of Bad Luck Folly at the yeah. G1. I just saw something amazing oh. and awful. He just tweeted out, Daryl has seven lives left, R.I.P. Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, maybe that maybe that's why Takahashi's okay. He's got seven Daryls left. <laughs> he just doesn't want to bring them out in case Foley does something else. <laughs> well, and see, this is why I take major issue with a lot of these people who are just insistent that the one and only wrestler of the year has to be Okada because da da da. I'm like. You've got half the wrestling world in mourning for a stuffed cat. Nobody does that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Death threats, arrest petitions, and deportation petitions. Tucker Carlson, I think these R.I.P. Dow crybabies need a safe space. 
how is Hiromu Takahashi not the greatest person on the planet for pulling this off? I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, I saw the one. Tweet, I saw the tweet about the T-shirts. Which one do you want to see? I got no feelings. Fuck that guy. <laughs> 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 it's awful, but brilliant. And then yeah, he did. He tweeted himself just tearing to that fan's Daryl. It's awful, but amazing. I had nothing to do with it, my friend. Daryl chose to interfere in my match. He got what he deserved. (laughs) And he tweeted out a better camera angle of him doing it. He's a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if this isn't, you know, gimmick and moment of the year, then... Just screw everything. Wrestling is dead to me. (laughs) Even if they didn't plan on making it a thing, after all of this, they have to now. Go with what the fans want and have a Takahashi versus Foley match where he just beats the piss out of him. I I like the one post where the one guy said, now I want to see Hiromu murder Foley with a tire iron. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I would kind of dig that, but somebody else posted something that I think would be even greater. You know how Fale has made a thing of just abusing the two ring announcer guys horribly, just beating them up and throwing them down. They can't even say his name. Somebody wanted Hiromu and those two guys to team up and take him out. (laughs) (laughs) I've also got another great idea. Like we said, there's seven Daryls left. He beats him with a loaded Daryl, and it's Daryl that gets the pin. Oh, yeah. Like Daryl has a tire iron inside him or something. Well, they come in three different sizes. There's <laughs> one that's big enough to put a tire iron in. If, one... if none of this happens, I will be very disappointed. I know, right? But... <laughs> Which is why it just seems so weird that with the tag match today, it was like, oh, okay, everything's normal. I'm like, no, 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 no. Everything cannot be normal. We, not we how this to, ends. We're tearing to WWE for not going with this. We can tear into New Japan if they don't. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's not be biased. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. there, there is no bias involved at all. New <laughs> Japan is dead to me if they don't go through with this. Uh. Plus, I just want to see a stuffed cap in a seven-foot jobber. <laughs> <laughs> now, if this were the DDT promotion, this would have already happened. If it was DDT, he'd have beaten Daryl and won the heavyweight championship from him. (laughs) 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 Then he'd have been disqualified for mauling a cat and Daryl would be posthumous champion. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, even better. They're bringing Kaiju Big Battle and there's like a seven foot Daryl. Oh my god, that's perfect. (laughs) I never even thought about that. Daryl versus Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> okay, Ghetto, just go on holiday. We got this book. Come on, we got this. You can handle everything else. Just leave us Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm going to be so disappointed because none of this is going to happen. <laughs> well, if you come if you come out to Calgary, there's a there should be a local indie promo here uh, booking a match between uh, Teddy Hart's Mr. Money and Daryl Pretty. I was going to say at least Canada, you get real catch wrestling. <laughs> in Canada, <laughs> you true. get real cat in falling. <laughs> no, we don't have any follies here. It just goes summer winter. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here it goes summer, winter, rain. We can't even spit out the word brace yourself. It's here. <laughs> and to go back about JT's point about WCW and all summer, well, in Canada, it probably was all summer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. great. I think JT was right. I'm, I got it back, buddy. Sorry, I had to take a, I had Thanks, to take a couch break. You guys on the speaker for about a half hour there. But I heard it all. So, uh... I, I think one thing, only thing I want to chime in about what uh, Drow was talking about was what she mentioned last year and how it all played out in the end. So, yeah, I don't know about your streak and that winning streak being an issue if it's only halfway. Um, I still plan on hoping to watch some of the end. We'll see how it plays out here. But, uh, yeah. There's some really good matches coming up next week and stuff like... Uh, Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi. I mean, there's no way that that isn't good. Um, Those last two shows were two of the easiest, <laughs> best things I saw in wrestling all of 2016. Especially that press conference with Omega. That's still, it's like, I've gone back and watched it a few times. It's so good. Like, I know it wasn't a match. The matches were great, and I watched those a few, but, like, some of the promos, if, if we get a, if we get a, I don't know who we're going to get winning it, but if we get someone who, who is, Translated well, it could be one hell of a, a finish. Well, there's a new site that's come up over the last couple of weeks. Um, <coughs> it's uh, thelionmark.com, and it's two people who translate all the stuff that you see on the, sh- the, the commentary, the backstage interview stuff. Um, they decided they wanted to help out with that, and so if you check out their stuff, I've been on it pretty much every day that there's been a show. And it's been super, super helpful. Um, when you know some of the things that the commentators are talking about, when you get you know, notes on the backstage interview things, because the New Japan site does it, but it takes them a while to get something put up, and it's not always the whole thing. So... The lionmarks.com is pretty awesome, and if you check them out, they should be able to help at least a little bit with that. Cool. All right, let's uh, do a break song. It's up to you, Joe. It's your break song. It is my break song, and this is a band from, uh, from Sweden that I saw a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and they are called Avatar. And this song is called The Eagle Has Landed on Board Wrestling Fan. I thought it was called Owl Bears. <laughs>
That was Avatar on Board Wrestling Fan, episode 287. Fuck those eagles. <laughs> All bears. Uh, yeah, you know where they have all bears? JT Land. In JT Land. I knew you always where you're going. All right, <laughs> let me get my. They're not there though. I, I didn't. I didn't hack your section. <laughs> all right, let's see here. As always, JT Land is brought to you by. You'll get a full. You'll get the full. JT Land this week since I'm at home and not on the road. So every as every week, JT Land is sponsored by words because every Trump statement has words, sometimes three words or two, and they're terrific. They're great sentences, terrific sentences. That I can tell you, believe me, they're great with the best words, terrific repeated words, just not very big words. Every Trump sentence has words. All right, so twenty bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. I live in a Punjabi prison. All, all, all of Virgil's tweets this week are from Battleground last week. This match reminds me of when someone tells me to go to go to go exotic on my pasta when all I want is spaghetti and meatballs. Please tell me Fandango comes out now to save Orton. I wish Lanny Papa would throw frisbees into the Punjabi prison right now. Excuse me, sorry. Ray Rougeau is like, what the fuck is this? Boys, 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 settle down. As long as you can accept having a match that will never be in the Nails Virgil Wembley Stadium level, we we good. And Pokemon, go fuck yourself time. Without suspicion, go fuck yourself. One way or another, you can go fuck yourself. I I suplex all the jabroni sharks. Hashtag shark week. What was that? I was going to say, I just saw Blondie last week. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the Will Shakespeare. And f- I suplex the Constitution. All right. Kayfabe News. All right. Let's see here. Oh, wow. There's a lot of Punjabi prison <laughs> matches. <laughs> WWE Scandal. Is the Punjabi prison actually a Pakistani penitentiary? We might have done that one already, but oh well. Let's see. I think we might have. Yeah, we did. We did that one. Let's see. Returning great Kali portrayed by Glenn Jacobs, which we already talked about. WWE replaces low-visibility Punjabi prison with no-visibility hell in an opaque (laughs) black box. (laughs) Heroic table saves yet another wrestler from a deadly fall. (laughs) Paige and Alberto Del Rio something, 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 something dark side. And I think this is the one she was telling us about, so I'll read this one because it has Great Khali quotes. So, <laughs> Great Khali teaching Mahal on his greatest high-flying maneuvers. <laughs> Since his retoc- shocking return to the to WWE last week, when Jabi Giant, the Great Khali, has been mentoring his new protege, Ginger Mahal, on an array of death-defying aerial assaults. Khali spent the morning showing Mahal how to deliver a signature inverted four- 
450 Tenduri Terror Splash, as well as the devastating split-legged moonsault called the Starship Sing. Kali told reporters outside WWE Performance Center in Florida that he's training Mahal because Garash Although Mahal is a solid in-ring technician with strong grappling skills and excellent heelish foreignness, he has thus far lacked the cat-like speed and gymnastic agility of Pujabi Mentor. Kali, described as many to many as the man that gravity never knew in the first place, is soon to be expected to challenge for the WWE Cruiserweight Challenge Championship. <laughs> and in our weekly, we have to... What was that? That's brilliant. The man gravity never knew anyway. <laughs> well, when I knew G was like, oh, we, we, this has to be read right on air, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it has to be worth it. And in our weekly, we have to talk about Gene Simmons because he owns everything. And this just popped up in my Facebook feed today. So, so let me just wait for it to load up. I was made for love and moo. Calf <laughs> called Genie is born on Texas Ranch and looks exactly like Kiss Rocker Gene Simmons. <laughs> A calf, a calf that was born as rock and roll music played in the background looks exactly like Gene Simmons. And if you look, I, I'll, um, the, the link is in the thing. The calf does kind of look like Gene Simmons. So Gene Simmons knocked up a fucking cow. <laughs> yeah, I see the resemblance for sure. <laughs> he, he's so poor, he now has to artificially inseminate cows, but he doesn't want to go that way, so he just does it himself. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so that's all for this week. Of course, my brother, my brother's still waiting for his tenders. One day, I actually almost got the got him yesterday, got him for him to yesterday because he drove me to my sister's wedding. But you know, still haven't done it yet. Even he'll still make the same face even when he gets them. So it doesn't matter. So we'll see everybody next week. One season ball or owl bearings. <laughs> Did you guys see JT dressed up yesterday? JT JT cleans up pretty nice. Corporate what, JT. No, said I don't about live it. In <laughs> uh, what was that noise? I don't live in Syracuse. I've not seen it. Well, all you had to do is go see it on, on, on my Facebook. <laughs> oh, I don't go on Facebook. Uh, promotional consideration. Well, I, wait, that's actually an interesting point. You, know, you guys hear about uh, the fact that majority of Twitter is down for North American users? No. Since January. It's been increasingly going down. Fathom, I guess. Why? Mm, couldn't tell you. January. Think January. Think Twitter. Think North America. Mm. Oh. Who likes Twitter in North America a words. lot? Words. Words. Mm -hmm. That's the theory. Yeah. Terrific repeated words. Not That's very the, big words. There's a, there's a video out. Uh, by a band called Hadiohead, and it's called Tweet, and it's a parody of Radiohead's Creep in the style of Donald Trump. Well, as a wise midget once told me, words are like bullets. Uh, oh, yeah, South South <laughs> Speaking of midgets... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, he's coast for a midget. Oh, well, he, can, he can fit in the small t-shirts now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Trump still, my bad, and the hands, right? Oh. Uh, Coaster's cool. He's got those eyes. We've gone over this. Come on. That's one of my better features, I know. Uh, Can I have them? Mail them to me. 
It's like that line from the Adams Family movie. All oh, right. Father's eyes. Gomez, take those out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, promotional consideration paid for by the following. Uh, things and stuff. <laughs> things and stuff. He said things cool. and stuff. <laughs> okay. Oh, that, I'm watching some guys snorkeling too. Go figure. Can't, can't Seriously, I've got a lot of that timing there. That's right. Can't. Shark for a zombie. Shark for a zombie, yeah. Can't. I heard that Michael Phelps lost his race to a shark. Yeah, by two seconds or something. <laughs> Point two. That's not bad. Yeah, it was pretty good. They're, they're rerunning it tonight if you want to see it. It was it wasn't amazing, but you know. It's summer and you have pancreatitis and you're lying on the couch. It works. Mm. It works real good. I thought the whole fuss was that he didn't actually race the shark like people no. thought. They they had to they had to like find a way to like track the shark swimming in as straight a line as possible as high speed as possible by like luring it with like technology, and then uh, they they timed that and then they put Phelps in the same conditions and then he was basically racing against a time so it's like a time trial. Okay. Did they lure him with technology as well? <laughs> no, they lost. They lost him with the same shark pawn they used in the first, for the shark. Delicious technology. <laughs> <sighs> they lured Michael. Oh, they, they lured Phelps with weed. <laughs> Phelps was gonna. Phelps weed. was gonna race the shark, but then he got high. <laughs> I was probably high when he did it. I mean, as much as I love Shark Week, I mean, come on, it's fucking Shark Week. He, he was at least high when he uh, when he conceptualized him racing a shark. Well, yeah. That's the perfect thing to think of when you're completely high. I can see the conversation right now. I'm sure that's exactly how it happened. That's right. Dude! Oh, was it? Some people wonder if I'm faster than a shark. No, I should find out if they're right. This is this was the best. This is unfortunately this was the best that the two original MythBusters, Survivor Man and Mike Rowe, could possibly come up with for Mike for for, for Shark Week. <laughs> Let's I have Michael they... Phelps race a shark. Well, they're yeah, they're involved with Shark Week anyway. I, they, I don't know if they still are, but. Those MythBuster guys have been on Shark Week, I'm sure, but oh yeah, no. yeah. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like all, all the people that I know from Discover, this Discovery Channel. Oh yeah, that's there's not a lot. <laughs> I think it's like the one, not now, now these days, probably like the one week of the year I watch pretty much anything on it regularly. There's yeah. stuff here and there. I'll catch my eye. I might flip over to it, but I don't know. Oh well. The next week, Sharknado 5, speaking of getting high in sharks. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Well, I, I don't know if, there, if there were, there's a wrestler, I'm sure, involved with it this year. There's every year. <laughs> Seth Rollins last year, oh, I think Jericho. I believe... F5-ing a shark like he did in that advert. I believe it's Johnny Mundo that's going to be in Sharknado Mundo 5. This year? Okay, yeah. there you go. He already did a thing with a dog. He can't do a thing with a shark, too. Yeah, he can. He's... An animal thing. He's not adverse to it. And and don't call Molina a dog, seriously. <laughs> no, I was referring to that movie that he did. Oh, okay. I'm at my bad. He's a late now, supposedly. Well, I guess dogs are land animals. And... <laughs> I hope they have land sharks, speaking of owl bears. I hope they have land sharks in this one. Get all the D&D creatures involved in Discovery Week. I mean, Discovery I'm not sure how Channel. else you could take it. 
Uh, your only option now probably would be some kind of land shark. The land shark's a pretty fucking hard enemy, so. Mm. Not to be fucked with. As much as the SNL sketch made them out to be funny. <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out for a long time. Maybe, maybe Trow knows. Did the land sharks a thing before the SNL sketch in D&D, or were they after? Uh, I thought they were a thing. I, you know, I have second edition books to consult, so they're pretty yeah. old. I can tell you. It was um, like 1975-ish would have been the sketch, right? So, going back a long way, you know. Yeah, well, some of those things I, I just thought were always there. Um, I thought they were around before the... Yeah, I don't know. I, I literally, literally just one of those weird questions I've thought at times in my life and never found the answer to. Or to well, remember. I, well, I have the answer for you. Oh, hurrah. Yeah. Date of in conception? In the early 1970s, Gary Gygax, or however you're supposed to pronounce that, Gygax. was playing Chainmail, a miniatures war game that was a precursor to Dungeons & Dragons. In order to give his players as many different challenges as possible, I'm not pronouncing his name, was always on the lookout for new monsters. Although he was not, a although he was able to draw on pulp fiction and sword and sorcery stories for many of them, he also looked through dime stories for figurines that could be used in battle. On one of those occasions, he came across a bag of small plastic toys dubiously labeled dinosaurs. Several of these were all odd enough to catch his eye, and he used them to re represent several new monsters, including the rust monster, the owl bear, and the bulette, better known as the land shark. The bulette was subsequently introduced to the players as a creature that silently moved through the earth, erupting out of the ground to attack from below. So it was created before the SNL sketch. It says 70 okay. or 70s uh, with an 70s. S. 70s. With an S. Yes. Okay, so 75 is still smack dab in the middle of that, isn't it? The original yeah, illustration but... from the Monster Manual was made in 1977. Ooh, tough call then. Well, he claims he was inspired by a poorly made toy. Oh, no, that could totally be true. I'm not even disputing that. It could be just coincidental completely. Right? It's just... So I guess, I mean, that answers the question, was he influenced by it? I'll take his word for it. I don't know why you'd even lie about that. It makes no sense. So... Hmm. That's fucking neat, though. <laughs> two, two independent groups, perhaps, two years apart, came up with the concept of a land shark. Well, that is entirely possible. Yeah, well, you had one group going for intentional comedy and the other group more unintentional comedy with the players in the game. Yeah. Much in the same way that Battle Royale and, and uh, the Hunger Games exist in the same universe completely by coincidence. <laughs> oh, God, do not get me started on that again. Oh, oh don't worry. I, I'm, I, uh... Cantonese Corner with Noise. Yeah, I realized earlier I said that some hilarious things happened with the Ascension on SmackDown, and it kind of fits in with our story about Daryl earlier. So one of the storylines in SmackDown right now, for whatever reason, is that someone decapitated Fandango's hobby horse. So they're walking around with a stuffed horse head, and they're trying to find out who murdered it. And... The Ascension, they claim that they did it, not realizing what they're saying they did. And 
Breeze catches them out because they gave them tickets to a music show or something. So it's like, you didn't do this. You were at that show we gave you tickets to. And they ask what they was, basically, uh, I'm bad at telling stories, but they were shown the horse's head and they just freaked out and ran away. <laughs> so if even WWE is going to turn a decapitated stuffed animal into a story, New Japan can. We need a Daryl story, damn it. <laughs> Exactly. I, I didn't think it was pretty funny the way they were just like, yeah, we did it. Oh, wait, we didn't. No, no, we didn't do that. No. What monster would do that? <laughs> well, we'll have to consult the monster compendium again for that one. <laughs> did SNL create the horse shark first, or was it D&D? Maybe. No, it was, it was Gene Simmons. Oh, it was always Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not like there hasn't been stuffed animal storylines in wrestling before. I mean, I mean because those Bailey buddy things that what and that one that got that of Dusty Rhodes that was decapitated. Don't right? don't don't forget that Chavo had Pepe back in uh, back in 1998 when the Undertaker threw mankind off Hell in a Cell and plummeted 16 feet through an announcer's table. Right. I read the links. That's not Reddit <laughs> user guy. He's been doing that for like two years. Now. <laughs> I read the You're links. Like, <laughs> it's fucking. Oh, I did have that link in there. Yeah. Please tell me that Chavo Guerrero. Has it's better. It's 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 yeah. It's better to spend some time looking at like all of the, all those comments and how he works it, and it's just fucking. I was kind of reading them while you guys were talking about land sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Completely like everything and nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever. Yeah. I'll tell some anecdote about like fixing a tire and then it happened back in 1998, and then that. <laughs> Same thing every time. So that, that's, <laughs> then, that's their latest copy bastard thing, then. I think the Shawn Michaels one is funnier. Yeah, well, the Shawn Michaels one's like a one-off. This guy does this, like, daily in a, like, random topic subreddit. It's like the Savio Vega guy who would bring up Savio Vega stories and ask me anything for it. <laughs> that dude was amazing how he would do uh, A neon salesman sample case, circa 1935. <laughs> My grandmother had one of these that she inherited from her brother who was a traveling salesman in the 30s and 40s. He sold everything from Bibles to neon signs to life insurance. The one my grandmother inherited had dimming knobs on it to the left of the lights. It also had a switch to make the lights flash on and off. I'm fairly certain it was tossed in the trash when my uncle cleaned out her house back in, 1998, uh, back in 1998 when the Undertaker threw mankind off hell in a cell and plummeted 16 feet through an announcer's table. Yeah, I've got one from. Yeah, he's basically copying Xavier <laughs> Vega guy, who asked Shane Helms, "Hi Shane, first off, a long-time fan. I was ecstatic to see you wrestle on the most recent House of Hardcore show in Poughkeepsie, uh, Poughkeepsie two years ago. I can't pronounce American things for shit. I had the biggest smile on my face when you came out and got the biggest pop of the night. I've been to many shows over the years, and it was by far the loudest thing I'd ever heard." Over the years, you've been known for the character reinvention you had with don the donning the mask and the face paint and becoming the hurricane. Even at the time when superhero mania wasn't as big as it is now, you would still get an amazing reaction. You epitomized the fun part of pro wrestling, and not just with your matches, but also the, sev the uh, overall presentation you gave us. Masks slash face paint have and will always be, part be the biggest part of what makes pro wrestling interesting. Yourself, Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, The Great Muta, the LOD, Demolition, among many others, showed, us, showed this to be true. It wasn't just the great matches that brought the house down, it, but the incredibly cool look. 
my question I, I pose to you is, do you feel reverting to this mask gimmick or going for face paint earlier would have saved the career or was Savio Vega's career destined <laughs> to be jammed into a refrigerator like Carmen Reina's girlfriend following his lost Mayboy King of the he starts off with a really long story about how he much, how much he loves someone, and just asks him about Savio Vega. Brilliant. He even did one to Jim Corner. I hope Jim responded. Oh. <laughs> oh, I won't, but I'll save that one for a Cantonese corner. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> uh, alternative facts. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EqualMerce.Fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu. When Drow got his speaks, you listen. JT actually sent G his stuff.truth. Praise be Gander.ca. If Riot dies, we Daryl.Melmac. PoonslayerJT is dot something something. Gene Simmons dot owns dot everything. Keep G high dot GoFundG.com. Seriously, get well quickly, brah. Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling, except for the wrestling he kind of sort of watched dot Glitterbeard... Uh, <laughs> Glitterobeard.org. Uh, does anyone else, does anybody even care about this section? Dot question mark and discount heat emporium, cheapheat.com, and of course, Spatula Cities. Forgot the echo. Spatula City, Spatula City, Spatula City. Yep, always. And a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place. I turned my bass down instead of turning my mic down. Something went wrong yeah. <laughs> brief second, your testicles reset. Yeah. Bass, bass, how low can you go? Death row, water brother, no. Once again, back it's the incredible. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna turn the bass all the way up for this now. Ooh. Oh, Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Go away, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Hardys have scored a victory in their ongoing dispute with Anthem, Impact, GFW, as all four trademark applications. <laughs> yeah, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> the Hardys, the Hardys are scored a victory. All right, in English. All right, and take two, go. The Hardys have scored a victory in their ongoing dispute with Anthem, Impact, GFW, as all four trademark applications GFW filed on the Broken Universe were denied by the USPTO. Furthermore, to amend or resubmit their applications, GFW has to indicate whether or not Broken Matt and Brother Nero refer to living persons, Matt and Jeff Hardy, obviously, and most importantly, if they do, those persons must consent to being trademarked. I think this leaves Anthem effectively screwed from a legal standpoint. Yeah, the full story is actually kind of funny as well because they they worded the paperwork very badly, so it wasn't even like properly legally written. I think <laughs> Jeff Jarrett just got high and wrote it himself rather than asking a lawyer to. <laughs> and again, Ain't they, they tried to trademark real people. Ain't I <laughs> great noise? Ain't I great noise? I I <laughs> trademarked it before they could. They could. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. Flat nuts. <laughs> in a very slight... Me off. <laughs> in a very slightly related note, WWE has filed to renew their trademark on Taboo Tuesday. 
Uh, that'd probably just be a SmackDown special episode. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, by special, I mean not special, but yeah. <laughs> Chris Jericho has filmed new material for the next season of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. That's good news, now for some yeah. good news. Yes, now for some bad news. According to their latest podcast, WWE Network will probably not be bringing back the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness because it was too expensive to produce. It also appears that they've opted not to go ahead with the pilot they filmed of an R-Truth game show as an actual series. God damn, that would have been great. What the fuck could he even do, though? I don't know, man. I would have liked to see that. Also, how is it expensive to film that show? They just dressed up and used green screen. Right. And maybe they just couldn't afford all the cheeseburgers Tommy Dreamer eats or something. They couldn't afford the boogeyman. (laughs) Couldn't afford. The ass cream budget was too high. Yeah. Does anyone else think New Japan Pro Wrestling might be, a, be it might be a little racist because they keep using so many Asian wrestlers? Yes, I've never considered it before, but I do now. That's uh, thanks to T Chuff on Reddit. <laughs> I think it's not it's not like I think he's going to accept it, but ROH COO Joe Coff says CM Punk has a standing offer to return. CM Punk return not imminent. <laughs> Yeah. Even though Davey Richards has stated his intention to go to medical school full-time, his release from Global Force or Impact was unconditional, which means he could go to another wrestling promotion immediately if he wanted to. Uh, I'd just like to clear up very quickly. GFW is the company, Impact is the TV show. Supposedly. Right. right. Who knows? It's it, it's, it's supposed to be. It's fucking TNA, goddammit. Whatever. <laughs> NWA TNA. NWA TNA GFW Impact. There we go. We'll go old school with that shit. Mahardy on Twitter. I know I promised you the broken gimmick in my first 100 days on Raw, but draining the swamp takes time. Trust in me. I will defeat Ed Soros and the Globalist Force Wrestling, but I need your support. Head on over to HardyWars.com and order Super Hardy Vitality 20% off right now. (laughs) That from uh, Kev Dunn Jr. on Reddit. (laughs) <laughs> wow. L-Ray ne- Network's chief creative officer, Skip Chison, says it looks good for a fourth season of Lucha Underground, but that's not finalized, nor is when it would be debut and what time and day of the week. So we're kind of in the same situation we were with Lucha Underground season two. Pretty much. happened, but we don't know when. Right. AJ Styles has expressed to WWE that a potential rematch with Shinsuke Nakamura that borrows from their history together in New Japan should be really big and not just another pay-per-view match. He wants there to be a long-term build with the match teased as much as possible before the eventual payoff comes. He also personally pushed for the spot between him and Nakamura in the Money in the Bank match just to start building up that story. I think he's forgotten where he works. They don't really do big builds. Right. Or indeed, big matches. Right. Or anything. I don't know, I hear they have a huge dream match on SmackDown this week. <laughs> Accidentally bumped into Alexa Bliss at the front door of her house yesterday. It says CC1XO <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> 
Karen Jarrett and Braun Strowman got into an incident in a bar in Nashville when they were there for Raw. Karen approached Braun and said he was her son's favorite wrestler and asked for an autograph. He blew her off and was apparently rude enough about it that she proceeded to cut a promo on him right there in the bar and informed her that informed him that her son, Jason Jordan's father, was Kurt Angle. <laughs> yes, for those of you who are new to this, it's damn true because Karen Jarrett was formerly Kurt uh, was formerly Karen Angle. Uh, so she was going to have a word with him. Strowman was appalled when he realized who, had in, who he had insulted and got on his knees to beg her to forgive him. She was having none of it and mocked him for, for only apologizing because he found out that Kurt Angle was her son's dad, so Braun gave her the Yokosuka cutter. I was going to say, I bet Karen Angle wrote this and then it ended. I was like, no, no. Man, I missed a lot of news this week. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize that uh, Braun Strowman just beat the shit out of Karen. Yeah, I, mean, I just found out too. That's crazy. <laughs> well, 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 don't you worry about that, G, man. It's, it's definitely... We all miss a lot of news every week, G. We don't what we don't pay attention to a lot of it, so <laughs> because I got high. Yeah, we yeah because you got high because I got drunk because Coaster got high and drunk and because Noise lives in Britain, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Nothing else matters. <laughs> nah, put that song in your head now. Eat it, ha ha. Well, so close, no matter how far. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of things that are finally happening. ESPN's 30 for 30 on Ric Flair titled Nature Boy will finally premiere on November 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Woo! So does anyone know how long that one's going to be? Is it like, because uh, they did one on Scott Hall a while ago that was really short. They've done a bunch that are really short and every once in a while they do a really long one. Just, does anyone know if it's going to be like a, it'll an probably, actual hour? I think it'll probably be a long one, you know? Yeah. I, I you so. know, Scott Hall, we know Scott Hall has had a long career, but a lot of, a, a lot of, but then again, the majority of his is, people know, know Scott Hall as <laughs> Razor Ramon and Scott Hall from the NWO, and then he had a drug problem. Scott Rick Hall Flair's killed kinda, a guy. Kind of, Ric Flair's kind of had a lot longer career than that. He's had a career longer than freaking everybody on this podcast has been alive. So I think he'll, he'll get the full hour. But Scott Hall killed a guy. <laughs> That's true. This is true. Wait, if it's not 30 minutes, where the fuck do they call it 30 for 30? Oh, there's 30 for 30, and then there's like 30 for 30 shorts. And the Scott Hall one was a 30 for 30 short. This apparently seems to... I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out. 30 for 30 was when you did something 30 days in a row. I don't know. And plus, I have plus, no... Yeah, plus, Ric, Flair, Ric Flair's actually been on ESPN doing the college game day, so... That might get him a little bit executive privilege, so. All I want to know is, will Jim Ross be fired for this? <laughs> 30 for 30 is the umbrella title for a series of documentary films airing on ESPN, its sister networks, and highlighting interesting uh, people and events in sports history. This includes three volumes of 30 episodes each, a 13-episode series under the ESPN, Fil ESPN Films Presents title in 2011 to 2012, and a series of 30 for 30 shorts shown through the ESPN.com website. The series has also expanded to include soccer stories, which aired in advance of the 2014 FIFA World Cup. Okay. Okay. Well, it makes sense, soccer, right? I mean... Sure. Rick Flair is known for his famous flop in soccer. Players are known for flopping and diving. So, <laughs> uh, Stock talk. Several WWE executives have sold off their stock. 
Kevin Dunn, 83,737 shares. Michelle Wilson, 81,951 shares. George Berrios, 81,856. Michael Luisi, 13,601. Stephanie McMahon and Landshark each sold 24,922 stocks each. And Paul Levesque, 10,417. All sold stock at an average price of twenty-one twenty-nine a share. Oh, I thought you were calling Stephanie McMahon a land shark. Hmm. Oh, they're buddies. Yeah, they're friends. They they land sharks I... her financial advisor. Yeah, that's a loan shark. Double's just a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie I would pay to see. That'd be pretty good, actually. Asuka has hit a new milestone on the list of WWE's lengthiest title reigns. At 479 days, she's now one day longer than Demolition's tag team reign of 478 days. In five more days, on July 29th, she'll pass the New Day's modern era reign of 483 days. If she remains champion until August 17th, she'll surpass Rock and Owlbear's WWF Women's Championship reign of 502 days. I hope they send Martino this and she holds it for like 15 years. Now, would, would, would in they... In NXT. How were there, pissed off will the nerds be that she's been in NXT for 10 fucking years? Uh, be worth it. <coughs> JT, you had something to say? Well, I, I, I brain farted. I, I, uh. I, I thought... I, I, for, for a minute, I thought Rock and Owlbear was the reference to the women's tag team titles, but no, I... I, I I popped into my head who we were talking about, so well, that, that, it was yeah. supposed to be rocking Robin, which is what Joe almost said. Yeah, he <laughs> almost got it right by fucking up. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, because I put I put all that in there, so I knew what it was gonna say, and then it's like, oh wait, G fixed it. I didn't fix it. I just I haven't heard this stuff. <laughs> by the way, there's it. you made it better. Yeah, I made it better. <laughs> I made it high. <laughs> I'm I'm actually so sober right now. It's hilarious, but that's the weirdest thing. I feel high because of it. <laughs> All T- right, I uh I, I managed to scrounge up uh, something. I I see this total Badilla's preview. In uh instead this, I delivered a rainmaker to a WWE smart at a live event. Says Kukol's ghost on Reddit. It starts yesterday. I decided to show the wrestling smarks how gaijin and how much better I am by watching New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I went to the live event, only live events, need the $10 for Wrestling Observer Newsletter, which I don't listen to because my waifu gets angry. I put on my Kenny Omega t-shirt, custom made by my mom to suit my triple XL size. My WWE title with a championship extender. Does anyone else universal title is ugly? And my black fedora. Then I left. My mobility scooter got there in around 30 minutes, and when I arrived, I was shocked. Kids are wearing Roman shirts. The one that caught my eye was this four-year-old. I went up and said, why don't you wear shirts of real wrestlers like El Generico, Kevin Steen, Chicago Phil, Claudio Castaroli. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new one. <laughs> you wouldn't guess what the smark said. Who are they? His dad took him away in disgust. I guess they didn't want none. (laughs) I entered the arena while accompanied by the disabled helpers. The lady was a fucking gaijin. I'm not one one due to me watching New Japan Pro Wrestling for two months and had no idea who Vince McMahon was while I delivered my promo why Vince McHitler should die and push Kevin Steen. (laughs) Show was disgusting. 
I threw up watching Roman Reigns go over John Moxley. Does anyone else remember some cra- uh, some random CZW match we never watched? I proceeded to chant, Fuck you, Roman! Much to the disgust of six-year-old John Cena fans and their parents. And Joe. <laughs> My kids want a swear word free match, and this match was amazing, so stop! He set me off. I replied, Kids shouldn't watch WWE, because fuck PG! Despite me being ten when I watched Edge's live sex celebration. <laughs> But I then realized, how do I answer to the claim that the match was amazing? Based Meltzer hasn't done a review yet. Therefore, I can't state what I think. (laughs) I exploded. In front of his kids and his wife that looks like Paige, I got off my mobility scooter and delivered a Rainmaker, which was easy because I watched a two-minute compilation on YouTube. The Make-A-Wish children were disgusted. (laughs) I mocked the Down Syndrome child in a Roman's Reigns shirt behind me and said, This is my seat now! (laughs) For whatever fucking reason, they kicked me off and didn't even say thanks for fixing this show. Fuck WWE! Fuck! (laughs) Shit's falling around here. (laughs) Just keep doing this. From now on, I will only attend shows in Osaka in hopes of WWE hiring me as their head writer. And if they don't, hopefully they go bankrupt. <laughs> Just felt better and the longer. I hope my read did that justice. <laughs> I think. I laughed more, actually. <laughs> uh, heads on pikes. All right. Anybody have anything to add? I don't know. Is there any breaking news? Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, um, apparently, I don't there's know. a shrine to Scott Steinberg showing his net. <laughs> God, it's amazing. Yeah, but, I, I know Brock Lesnar got called out at UFC last night. Yeah, that's been a rumor is that he's going to fight, uh, what's his face, John well, Jones or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. well, usually when, you know, at this point when the, the, he's already announced that he wants to go back and they're setting it up and we'll just see what happens, I guess. Is there anything else or I'm looking at like the Angry Marks for yeah, you? Yeah, I just, I just clicked over to Angry Marks and uh, they've got six WWE videos for you and... Yeah. Uh, Yada yada yada. Sean Waltman admits he's given up trying to figure out Dean Ambrose. Shane Douglas is not a fan of the Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan uh, angle. Sean Michaels is excited about the May Young Classic. Yeah. WWE is holding Hell in a Cell at the new Little Caesars Arena that's replacing Joe Louis Arena in Detroit on October 8th. It's a singular event or something. I forget if it's SmackDown or Raw. Boring is when it will most likely be. Probably. Nope, I'm not finding anything on my side, so. NPR looks. I'm just scrolling through Facebook, so let me see if I can find anything through Twitter. Who's the NPR radio or whatever? What is that? National Public Radio. 
So no, it's like that, they just found out that wrestling exists and they were mad that Jinder Mahal is a racist stereotype. Yes, that, that's, that's fake, exactly that's what I was about news. to read. That's fake news. <laughs> I said it because I said words out of my mouth. Words. <laughs> Daniel Bryan created his own version of talking smacky called Smacky. Yes, that was actually uh, entertaining. I, I watched that. He's but it was on Twitter. <laughs> and apparently, WWE officials just called it weird. Yeah, there was a there was a set there was a segment where uh, he said that uh, he was Chad Gable's father, and he's like, Gable's like, you're five years older than me. I was a very, very, I was a very virile five-year-old. Yeah, I saw that. I remember that. <laughs> it was great though because people like I really. It's a shame we can't see Daniel Bryan's unfiltered response to this, but now he he found a way. Yeah. The man always finds a way. <laughs> yeah, he can play it until they let him go. Right? He's he's kind of set. <laughs> a very virile five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing wrong with it is that it was not actually on tout. Yeah. Because that dude loves tout. <laughs> I wish I... Wait, I'm glad I never signed up for tout. I think I did. Yeah, I did, because there was a week I was off and I decided to try and tout videos of myself for Joe to play on the air and he couldn't work out how to use it. Yeah. Oh, tout was awful. <laughs> Apparently, Tout's still a thing. We power all video across more than 2,800 websites. 57 yeah, million unique monthly viewers. <laughs> well, it just means they're, they're using their servers they bought and making money off of it by hosting other web videos. That's fine. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Who lose all that money and, eh, kind of dumb. I wonder hmm. if like 10 seconds or whatever, too. The last WWE tout was on July 12th, 2014. <laughs> Remember when WWE was like, go on tout and do this every fucking five minutes right before they launched their own app? That was it. We're done. <laughs> Bye, tout. <laughs> yep. Go download the app. Uh, no, I won't. I'll just steal it. Yeah. Alright, I guess that's it. So for at random redhead, at El Generico, at Book Junkie Jaina, at Mark underscore noise, at G of the Internet, I am at Think So Joe. We are at Board Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on BoardWrestlingFan.com or download us afterwards on BoardWrestlingFan.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, PodDirectory.com. Wherever you can find podcasts, we're probably there. Mm. How does it feel to be a real asshole? Pretty, Pretty good, good, actually. Hit the trumpets. <laughs> <laughs>